0: Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about how essential is your transportation. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So one of my favorite topics is transportation. Now I love everything to do with cars ever since I was playing with Matchbox cars as a kid. Now being a car buff of sorts has its drawbacks though, as you're constantly looking at All the new technology everything that is groundbreaking that's coming to the market all the concept cars and everything else now growing up i couldn't for the life of me remember someone's name but i would always remember the year the make the model of the car that they drove so oftentimes embarrassingly I would know so much more about that person's car than they uh, than they would or would even care to know. And to this day, I still love to attend car shows, auctions, and read about the newest technology and trends. Uh, now, one of the trends that I'm seeing is baffling. And, and that has been all these supply chain issues causing availability of new cars to be much lower, pushing used cars up continuously. Now this is um, lessened a little bit going into the fall, but it's simply the result of supply and demand. Now if you bought a a vehicle maybe two or three years ago, it's likely at this point that this, this vehicle that you own is actually worth more than it was back then. Now being that supply was much higher at that point in time a few years back than now, those who were purchasing at that time had many more options. They they were able to get better deals because of the, the larger inventories they were looking at. So I'm seeing dealerships who now uh, have vehicles that are in high demand and are asking asking five to ten thousand over MSRP, which is the manufacturer's suggested retail price that they put on the window sticker. Now if you abide by the rule not to purchase a new vehicle due to the massive depreciation curve in the first few years that you'll experience, uh, you may be surprised even more so that when vehicles right now are, are selling at such a premium, you'll be hit even more so when it levels off or when it starts to regulate uh, based on how it's behaved historically. Now, of course, I have no idea when that's going to happen. I've heard that the the chip shortages uh, may be around for the next two to three years, but uh, at the same time, it's important for you to understand, okay, where am I at in regards to the vehicle I own and being able to properly plan for the replacement of that vehicle so that you're not buying high or be buying higher than you normally would and selling lower than you normally would, uh, therefore causing some financial stress in your life. Now this has created an environment that is great for selling a car but not so much for buying a vehicle right now. Uh, the same is true with a house. If you bought a home a few years back, 10 years ago or so, uh, it is very likely, highly likely, almost guaranteed that your house is worth significantly more than what you bought it for. But at the same time, if you went to sell that right now, you would also be buying into that same market. So getting back to transportation, for most of us, transportation is essential, whether it be public transportation, rideshare, bikes, cars, or even a moped. Now, there are so many options available, so many options out there, but depending on your physical location, your season of life, maybe your distance of travel, or your budgetary constraints, the form of transportation necessary for your situation may differ significantly. So if transportation is necessary, How do you make sure that you are intentional to buy based on your specific needs? Now, let's use what would most likely be the most common option for transportation in America, which is the car. So, although we may be spending less time in the car than we did a couple years ago, uh, and the commuting times maybe have decreased accordingly, Along with the traffic, uh, especially in larger metropolitans, uh, you have probably gotten back into the rhythm of spending at least a fair amount of time in your car as people have returned to work. Now, if a vehicle is essential to your world, Think about what aspects of that vehicle, the options, the ride quality, maybe the price point, um, or or the different aspects of the vehicle that are actually essential to you. So beyond this, I set out some specific steps to ensure that you are setting yourself up to make the right purchase. Now, step number one is not to buy on emotion. This one is so important because oftentimes. We can get so excited by a commercial we see, or um, someone talking about their vehicle, uh, or dreaming about that vehicle we want to drive, that we can get caught up in in something that may be a dream, or and maybe something we're working towards, but we may not be ready for yet. And therefore, we can operate off of emotion, purchasing that be ve- that vehicle without necessarily logically thinking it out. Now, step number two is making sure that you have a plan to spend or a budget amount in mind set out before you start searching so that you don't fall in love with that car or that means of transportation that you can't actually afford. Now, step number three is to get a pre-purchase inspection Uh, and a vehicle history report. Now you can get a pre-purchase inspection through the manufacturer, the dealership that the vehicle originates from. So if it's a Ford, you can go to a Ford dealership and get a pre-purchase inspection or go through your trusted You know mechanic uh, in order to look over that vehicle, but you'll also want to download a vehicle history report through something like Carfax, maybe AutoCheck, in order to make sure that that vehicle checks out in uh, in respect to its history, what's happened with that vehicle, and how it was maintained, and so on and so forth. Now, step four is to build in time in order to find the right vehicle and the right deal. So not only just finding the right vehicle that fits your needs, but also finding the deal that accompanies that vehicle that then will make sure that it makes sense for you and your budget. So oftentimes I see people run out, they will make a decision to go buy a vehicle at all cost and end up walking out the door spending significantly more than they had planned on because of not negotiating the price of the vehicle or not being able to, or them adding on additional accessories or additional warranties that they did not anticipate, they did not plan on uh, before stepping into that dealership's uh, showroom. Now, step number five is to be resolute. Don't get talked into something that does not fit your needs. Don't get talked into a a sedan if you walked into the showroom looking for an SUV. But really be mindful about this because sometimes it's easy to think about uh, you know, making something work and then we end up having buyer's remorse because it's not the right fit or we pay too much or something like that. And if you're resolute and you walk in knowing what you want, how much you want to pay and what options you want, then you ensure that you're not walking out with that buyer's remorse that you bought the wrong product. Now we all need to have a plan for our transportation, which for most people can be the second most expensive purchase they make. So making sure that you write down the essentials of what makes the vehicle the right fit for you, your spouse, your family, uh, by following these five steps, This will help you in your decision making process. Now in the next episode, we will go into more specifics around how to select the right vehicle. But this is an overview of of setting you up, priming the pump, getting you prepared in order to make that purchase. Making sure that you're in the right place uh, from a financial standpoint and that you've actually logically thought through the process, before you start researching the right vehicle. Now my call to action today is to go through these five steps in your buying process, ensuring that you are actually making a priority of what it is that's essential to your transportation. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, explore the Margin Membership, where me and my team will help you take the information you're learning and apply it to your life and your finances. I've built an interactive course that allows me and my team to come alongside people like you to help you revamp your finances and build margin into your life. Click the link in the description below for more information.